Why is it that there are individuals who seem to lead a charmed life when it comes to their career? Yes, they do put in the work, they are dedicated and driven, but there is this additional X factor that seems to propel them forward, powering their career to greater heights. I believe that X factor is emotional intelligence. Hi, my name is Mucha Mlingo. I am an emotional intelligence coach. Welcome to the EQ at Work podcast, a platform where I will share how you can leverage emotional intelligence to power up your career. If you haven't already done so, check out our free EQ at Work cheat sheet with five practical and actionable emotional intelligence tips that will put you in the driving seat of your career. Visit www dot bit dot ly forward slash eq for work eq at work podcast with mucha mlingo episode number 11 pay attention a story is told of a psychologist who walked around a room while teaching stress management to an audience she raised a glass of water and everyone expected they'd be asked the half-empty or half-full question. Instead, with a smile on her face, she inquired, How heavy is this glass? Answers called out range from 8 ounces to 20 ounces. She replied, The absolute weight doesn't actually matter. It depends on how long I hold it. If I hold it for a minute, it's not a problem. If I hold it for an hour, I'll have an ache in my arm. If I hold it for a day, my arm will feel numb and paralyzed. In each case, the weight of the glass doesn't change, but the longer I hold it, the heavier it becomes. She continued, The stresses and worries in life are like this glass of water. Think about them for a while and nothing happens. Think about them a bit longer and they begin to hurt. And if you think about them all day long, you will feel paralyzed, incapable of doing anything. Stress is the psychological and psychosocial reaction that takes place when you perceive an imbalance in the level of demand placed upon you and your capacity to meet that demand. When you are stressed, you may experience different emotions, including anxiety, fear, anger, sadness, or frustration. And these feelings can sometimes feed on each other and produce physical symptoms, making you feel even worse. While you may see stress as a problem, it's actually an important tool if you pay attention to the signs. The emotions of stress are informative. Stress is like a warning light on your car. It tells you that something is at risk. Often, it's a warning sign that we have stopped paying attention. So pay attention. Start by strengthening self-awareness. Acknowledge the heightened stress levels and then peel back the layers to understand the cause. As you dive beneath the surface, develop a deep understanding of your thoughts, your feelings, 
and your actions so that you can determine how the stress is personally affecting you and affecting others. According to Six Seconds, stress is a state, a physical, mental, and emotional imbalance. It is an escalation of your mental, physical, and emotional systems, creating a lasting, temporary condition. Once you've identified your stress areas and understood where you are in your stress cycle, the next step is coming back into balance. The challenge is that when we're stressed, we focus on the stresses and ignore the rest. Natalie Goldberg puts it this way, stress is an ignorant state. It believes that everything is an emergency. So how then do you get back into balance? How do you move your focus from the stressor that is causing the stress so that you can move forward into balance? Remember, emotional intelligence is about being intentional, exploring the possibilities and options for a different kind of response and behavior while learning to manage yourself and navigate your emotions, moving from how you are feeling to how you want to feel. There is a game that kids play called the river and the bank. Some divider is chosen by the leader. This can be a string on the ground, the change beneath the sidewalk and grass, or an imaginary line that is, you know, drawn between two chairs that are set up on either end of the space. The leader then explains that one side of this line is the river and the other side is the bank. It's essential to be at the right spot at the right time. Maybe there are scorpions on the bank at some times and sharks in the river at others. And so the players line up shoulder to shoulder on the bank. And the leader, the facilitator, then shouts out one of two commands, river or bank. If they call out river, then players must jump forward across the boundary into the river. Perhaps at this time, the river is where safety is. There are scorpions on the bank. If the leader calls out bank, then the players must jump onto the bank. In this instance, perhaps the challenge is now the river and they are sharks. The facilitator can call bank or river multiple times in a row. If a player jumps when they're not supposed to or fails to jump in an adequate amount of time, they are eliminated from the game. The goal of the game is to be the last man standing. I like to think of this game in the context of my emotions. I visualize the bank as my happy space. When I'm on the bank, I'm sitting on the beach, sunning myself as I drink my virgin pina colada with a little umbrella in the glass. On the bank right there on the beach, I am in balance. All is well with my world, emotionally, mentally, physically, and spiritually. The river represents those moments that I am out of balance in any one of those four realms. When emotions like stress grab my attention and I start to feel stuck, stuck in a storm of sorts, 
The water is choppy and the current is pulling me away from my happy place. In the game, all the participants need to do to transition from one state to the other, to go from the river to the bank, is jump. So how do I jump back onto the bank? How do I move from being in the river where I am out of balance to returning to the bank where I am back in balance and all is well? At six seconds, we have a three-step process for navigating emotions. Assess. The first step of navigating emotions is to assess what you are feeling, identifying or naming emotions to yourself or out loud can add some needed clarity to this step. The reality is that the way we feel about our emotions can have a profound effect on our reactions to them. I have learned that there is power and freedom in being honest about what I am feeling with no judgment. Step number two, harness. Recognize that they are not good or bad emotions. Emotions are data. Taking the step back from I am frustrated to I am feeling frustrated helps provide space and lessens the power of the emotion. Recognize that the emotion is temporary and providing you with valuable information about yourself and the world. I have learned that I am not a slave to my emotions. Emotions are data, but not directives. Step number three, transform. The emotion, however difficult, is now your ally. It has sent you data about the world, which you have accepted and can now use to be more aware and purposefully move forward into the emotion that you would rather feel. I can purposely move forward from the river back onto the bank. I have learned that I am the only one who can change the stress in my life. I can use my emotions as fuel, as a strategic resource and make small, incremental and continuous steps from where I am to where I want to be. I may not be able to jump, but I can definitely make my way back slowly to my happy place. Research shows a significant relationship between the emotional intelligence of an individual and how they handle job stress. As an individual's emotional intelligence increases, their ability to cope with stress increases as well. In other words, those who have higher emotional intelligence experience less stress. Emotional intelligence is being more aware, more intentional, and more purposeful. Emotional intelligence is a game changer that will fuel your success at work. In order to support your EQ journey, don't forget to download the free EQ at Work cheat sheet with five practical and actionable emotional intelligence tips that will put you in the driving seat of your career. Visit www.bit.ly forward slash EQ for work.
You have been listening to the EQ at Work podcast with me, Mucha Molingo. Tune in every Monday as I share EQ tips and insights that will help you to power up your career with emotional intelligence, the soft skill that drives professional success. This podcast is for professionals who are keen to leverage the learnable skill of emotional intelligence to increase impact and effectiveness and to build and strengthen professional relationships to maximize influence at work.